What's up, everybody? Fade Green here. You're about to listen to the first episode of Dabs in Discussions, the podcast. And we wanted to let you know that we recorded this episode in 2019, and we're releasing this episode in 2020. So some of the things that you guys will hear in this episode are no longer relevant. But we'll try to let you know what those things are, if and when those situations come up, as we slowly catch back up to real time with the release of these episodes. So thank you for bearing with us, and please stay tuned for more, because it's going to be a wild and fun ride. See you guys soon. Are we recording? <laughs> yeah, the sphincter, because fishes have assholes, but they don't have butt cheeks. For days, I was homeless getting drained. <laughs> Unsubscribe right now, you dude. You should shut the fuck up. Repeat that one more time. Yeah, the sphincter, because fishes have assholes, but they don't have butt cheeks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what came first, the donkey or the ass? The ass. Okay. Oh my. How how did the ass come before the donkey, bro? Which way did the donkey come out? Who Left. made the donkey? Are we recording? I don't know. Oh <laughs> shit. Oh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of a show we like to call Dabs and Discussions. So wah, wah, wah. Oh, sorry. We will have a soundboard later. But right now we have Tyshawn <laughs> Paid Green. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you ready for a bunch <laughs> of random, possibly not entertainment. Yeah. So uh, my name is Ryan Batson. I've already introduced Tyshawn Fade Green. Um, over there at the other end of the table, we have Michael Fiorafino. <laughs> He's my government name. Yeah, your slave name. <laughs> Why? He's like, yeah, I go by Ryan Batson, so everybody else here is you know, going down with Speaking me. of that, like, why Sorry, you you're not stay a superhero. Yeah, bro. I have something interesting. Get a superhero name, loser. <laughs> Fuck y'all, dude. <laughs> <laughs> There's a superhero with the last name Batson, Billy Batson. Shazam, bitch. You, you know who's Shazam better than Shazam? Uh, everybody. No. <laughs> what are you about to say? What you got? Oh, speaking of wanting to stay off the grid and using government names, I have two different thumbprints. Wow. My right thumbprint is different than my left thumbprint, and I just realized I said that on a podcast, yeah, so, so I can't get away everybody with knows. shit now. Good job. Haha, <laughs> so if you ever have a crime done and the guy with the left hand and the right hand have two different thumbprints, you know it was Ryan Batson who lives in San Diego, California. Or they just assume it's two different people. Nah. Damn it. It's Ryan Batson. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. I did it. Yeah, because he's not a superhero. Whatever it is, I did it. I just want the free food and housing. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Three hots in a cot. You can't beat that. Yeah. You can't. You going to go be a homeless now? Yeah. But we'll get back to that later. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what we do here on this oh podcast God. is we take dabs, hence the name dabs in discussion. Oh. We also smoke a bunch of flour and we just talk about our days, anything we find interesting, anything we really want to talk about, you know, political topics. Shout out to PK Fire. I mean, PK Farms. It so is yeah, fire. Shout out, shout out to PK Farms for We've the We've been fire. smoking on it for a while. Yeah, yeah, for real though. We've been smoking out of this dope ass... Brand magnetic oh dab pin bro isn't like, it magneto yo can yeah, magneto dude magneto dude just smoke out this magneto bro this shit is dope bro pk farms got him so fucked up he forgot how to read <laughs> nigga i was like yo what the fuck is this look wait and is this a magnello is this it an says L? magneto the t is just like you can see where the little cross of it is gone <laughs> you no glasses, bro 
but I'm going to smoke it, though. This shit's fire as fuck. It is. It is. So, yeah, shout out to PK Farms for, um, they didn't hook us up. We just got it. So, yeah. Um, what a fucking slogan, Pineapple dude. Express. They didn't hook us up. They didn't hook us up. We just got it. <laughs> we just got it. <laughs> um, also, we have flour with us today. It is green poison. It is a indica. I smoked a bowl of it earlier and almost fell asleep and didn't make it here. Um, okay. So it's great. It's a really heavy indica. Um, they didn't hook us up. We just smoked a blunt. We just hook us up. We just got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Tyshawn, where did you grab the PK Farms uh, derb sauce? <laughs> From some place that's trying to kill me. <laughs> it sounds like they're doing it. it. Sounds like they're winning. Yeah, they are. Man, I'm just coughing up all that fire. Anyway, bro. <coughs> so I got this from THCSD, the Healing Center. It's a place off of uh, Camino del Rio here in San Diego. Um, Camino del Ruiz or Rio? Camino del Rio South. Okay. Camino Ruiz is a mirror made sense. Ah, it, it is. Bam. It exists. It exists. I just made some shit up. Somebody did. Somebody I mean, did. everything is made up at some point. <laughs> Okay. Don't get so existential. On yeah, right. Jesus <laughs> Christ. All right. Let's just okay. go with that, right? <laughs> All right. We were once nothing. Um, I purchased the flower from a delivery service that was formerly known as Hello Cannabis. Um, they are throughout the county. They are now known as Sticky Selections, which sounds kind of gross. Yeah. But it is their name. Everything's got sticky. So Ooh. Ooh. I don't know what they're sticky with. Hopefully, it's THC and stuff. Sticky and with the other icky, things. Bro. So. You know what? Hopefully it is. Let them do what they want to do, bro. You're still going to buy it. It's 2019. Anyway. You can do whatever the fuck you want, apparently, bro. <laughs> as long as you get the license for it. Look, look at me. Look at me in my eyes. Look at me. I'm gender fluid. I'm a girl. I'm a boy. Damn, Just like bro. that. Bro. Boom. Just like that. I respect your decision. Just like that. Yeah, I respect it too, dude. So. Thank you. Or That it. was really difficult for me. I mean, I just called you a dude. I don't know. What are you right now? I'm gender fluid. You can call me whatever the fuck you want, bro. Water, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude. I don't appreciate that. Okay, I'm a human being. Yo, man, I want to let you know that foosball is the devil. It is. <laughs> foosball is the devil. Water, Did your mama bro. say that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mama say, mama say, mama say. Yo, how you feeling, Fino? Pretty tired. Sorry, Exhausted. Man. I yeah. could be sleeping in a psych. I got to go to work in a bit. Um, yeah, I'm, exa- <laughs> 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 I'm exhausted. Uh, we had a pretty busy weekend. Four day, five day, four day, five day. Four day, five day. Four day, five day. Four we started day. on Thursday and then on Sunday. Well, Monday, really. Yeah, we yeah. didn't stop doing shit until right now. I mean, I we're still doing shit. Doing shit. Yeah. Hey, yeah. but it's not the weekend anymore. <laughs> 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 oh, but shit. But yeah, man. We went to... Uh, there's a group called Up a Night Entertainment, ran by J.A. Youngwealth and Cognac, and they have a show at Space Bar called Up a Night Thursdays. <laughs> when they say no, I go. Hey, when so, they say no, damn, anyway. stop, dude. You're gonna get me hyped, man. Sorry, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we went and did that, and it was a good time. Saw a lot of friends, did some networking. Yeah, man. And then what we do on Friday, bro? Oh man. At Friday, Friday, we were lucky enough to be invited to partner up with SDML by Vanya. Shout out to Vanya to throw an event at Himmelberg's downtown. Um, 
Which is a super dope venue, man. Like super dope name, also. Right, Himmelberg. Himmelberg. Yeah. I, <laughs> I know it's sick, dude. It's a good call out. Yeah, man. Shout out to Josh, the owner of the restaurant. He started it himself um, about six months ago, early 2019, here in San Diego, and he is also the executive chef and created the entire menu himself, shy of the cocktail list, and it's amazing all the food is amazing it has an incredibly diverse <laughs> menu choice and names like they the entire bar uh restaurant and eatery is extremely eccentric like it's very music centered also right very music centered there's like guitars and crazy cool old it reminds me of like an old school uh like diner bar eatery. yeah like you know what i mean like it has that dope vibe like it has a downstairs without the corniness yeah, yeah. essentially right like it feels like they don't have people on roller skates trying Definitely to take your order. Yeah. And like sitting in cars, like Pulp Fiction, doing coke and shit. If, <laughs> right? It feels, like, it feels like it's new age, but still also harkens back to like that old school diner era. Yeah, it has but like a nice little old charm to it. It's just super cool, and you should go there. Psych! You can't go to that spot anymore. This is one of those things we were talking about. That place doesn't exist. It got raided. But that story's for another time. Or is it? Anyway, back to the show. Super comfortable as well, man. It has uh, a full kitchen downstairs, so it's not just a bar with food. It's an actual like eatery and restaurant with a full menu list. It's, it's fucking delicious. So expect good quality when you get it because it's well-priced, and the portions they give you... Yeah. Like, yeah, dude, right? They're like immaculate. We man. have to share. Yeah. There are like, vegan options also, if that's really important to you. I know that's super, it is super something yeah, nowadays. There's, there's a lot of good vegan options. You know, I'm gender fluid and I'm vegan, so. I feel that. You know, it's super important to me. I feel it. Yeah. Good for you, man. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's really cool, man. That he, Josh was also a really dope dude, man. And that event taught us like a really good lesson that night as well you know um it started off with a ton of hiccups initially uh we've been super busy this whole yeah. this whole past week uh and i mean planning may all of these past shows that we uh we just went through we'll get to the other two as well um but so up to this friday night we had already been having so much going on so we were stoked that we were getting here, being able to reconnect with SDML, then have our first chance inside of this new venue, this new business here, new local business at that, which is always important to our group here, our entertainment. And when we ended up running into a couple of hiccups, uh, being a couple partners and performers, uh, ended up not being able to make it, you know, we ended up learning a lesson like, it might suck, but yeah, that happens, you know, like, Obviously, there's going to be points in time where artists or performers or partners are going to have something pop up to where they're not going to be able to make it. And what are we supposed to do as business owners and um, as leaders and as managers? What are we supposed to do to have a plan B and a plan C in order to follow up with these with these possible detriments? And so it, it, it made us realize that we have to make sure we're always planning and we're on top of things and we're ahead of what we're doing. And being the entity that we are, Pure Art Entertainment, throwing these events here, you know, trying to uplift different artists and 
different community members and different businesses and entrepreneurs, um, and as well as a lot of other people doing the same thing here. It's, yeah. It always gets a bit worrisome when we, as one of the, the possible leaders here in the community, like I said, as well as, a, as, well as of a lot of other organizations, but it, all of us, when we end up having the wrong first impression or the wrong first chance, you know, it hinders everyone as a whole for us moving forward the community you know so to me it just made me realize that like one we need to like the time management is key like you know having enough time to do and delegate everything is actually like really 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 important and also making sure that you have backup plans for things you know and that goes for everything you know as meticulous as it is you're going to have to be that meticulous but it also taught us another lesson because we had to end up figuring things out Literally, like, minutes before uh, the yeah. event was supposed to start. And yep. we ended up figuring things out, though. And the night worked out. And the night went really well. The owner ended up loving us. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going back to perform again, actually, on the 26th of October. Uh, I'm going to be there returning with Wrist and Diggs. Hey. hey the Ruff's going to be there, too. Hey. hey those are our boys yeah, right there. Yeah. They're great. They're a great punk guys. band. Yeah, dude, it's been a while. Show, man. Shout out to JR as well. Um but yo, and then back to the shout out to Josh, man. The, the night ended up going really well. Yeah, we appreciate him, man, a lot. And yeah, Donia from SDML too. Super nice guy. Right. So like, it showed us that even when things go wrong, uh, the night can end up still going well too. You know, just gotta plan ahead for so even if it does go wrong, you won't have to worry so much. But we had to do both those events, so we were happy it went well. But the next day, we ended up having. Um, a pure art bonfire that we were throwing down in Mission Bay. Hey. Man, how do you think that went, Ryan? It went pretty good. Oh, what's going on here? Yeah, Optimus Prime, bro. <coughs> oh, is he auto tuning? <laughs> okay, so there are te technical difficulties, though, um, with the recording and my mouth just there. Wait, is it on? He just started, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Says the guy who's the guy. Wait, what's going on? I told you, I'm gender fluid, bro. I'm not a guy right now. <laughs> Will you shut up? You're I'm not carry, funny, okay? okay? I'm a carry. This is why your stand-up isn't working, <laughs> okay? Because <laughs> you got these jokes. This is why I'm pegged as all <laughs> Your right. jokes suck. <laughs> <laughs> your jokes are trash, man. Compost at best. <laughs> Compost at best. Anything that can be used to fertilize something good. Damn. Uh, we need to go through this. To go through growth and change. All the time. Murder him! <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. So, yeah, yeah we good. had some technical difficulties back there. But um, going back to your question, I thought the bonfire went well. I thought the bonfire went really well. Um, there was a pretty good turnout. Yeah, I know. I have My mouth doesn't work sometimes. Dang. So, so never. <laughs> <laughs> and yet I'm here doing this. Um I thought it went really well. There was a really good turnout. You know, every nobody got super drunk except for Max, who always does. So it was great. I had a lot of fun cooking for everybody. Um, I thought it was hilarious because Vince was super hungry that he like <coughs> came over, cooked one hot dog for himself, left, let me cook, and then came back and he's like, I want some chicken wings. Put chicken wings <laughs> on the fucking grill. <laughs> cooked them. And then I'm like, oh, are you going to cook all of them? And he's like, picking them up and he picks up a few of them and he's like no and then walks <laughs> away <laughs> he's like i was just hungry i'm like all right thanks vince bye 
He's like, let me just jumpstart this real quick. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he was like, so I'm just, you. you know what? Here, I'm going to cook my food, and you can cook everybody else's. <laughs> Is that chicken wings ain't popping off yet? No. Nah. All right, well, mine are. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. But, I mean, it was a good night. Dom was a Tarzan guy. He brought hella wood. Dude, bro. Yo, dude, dude. Bro. For real, man. That was Dom brought literally like half a forest, dog. That shit was yeah, crazy. Yeah, like that was, uh, like, that was yeah, a dude. lot. He brought enough wood to make up for all the times we didn't bring enough wood. Basically, bro. Bro, and the nigga looked just like Joel from The Last of Us. He it's does, crazy, bro. Dude. If he doesn't do some cosplay for that shit, for Halloween or some shit, bro, then he's he's like crazy. He Dom, shout out to him. Dom, bro. Shout out to our lumber man. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Lumberman. Nah, man, Dom's the best, dude. That's the homie. But he always chops down all this wood. And he's like, yo, I'm ready to do it. He'll just hit me up randomly and be like, bonfire? And he'll just send me a picture. And this nigga be holding like half a tree. And I'm like, <laughs> how are you holding that? Like, first off, but where are you getting that secondly? Like, his backyard, I guess. <laughs> yeah, dude, his backyard, bro. Has a forest back there. <laughs> For real, dude. Oh, uh, man, just chopping down all that wildlife. Stop it, Dom. Stop it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah, keep it going, bro. More keep bonfires. Go, bro. Nah, his, his <laughs> yard gets crazy, bro. His yard gets crazy. And it grows so fast because I felt like it wasn't even that long ago when we had that other bonfire in the spring. And then, like, this nigga already had enough to bring us that whole carload. And it was he said there would have been more than one, too. It should have been, like, yeah, two, two and oh, a half Oh, yeah, you're trips. right. He said that he wanted to do two and a half. Yeah. And I'm Damn. like, dude, that's enough. Especially since those people gave us. How do you do two and a half? Us. Does that mean he's going to bring two loads and then just go home? Yeah. And then he was like, yeah, well, the rest staying here. He's going to just bring it halfway and leave it on the freeway. And be yeah, like, dude, I'll pick that drop shit up later, dog. I'll pick it up on my way <laughs> back. in case we need 100%. it. <laughs> We need extra wood. It's on the eight. <laughs> it's on the way. It's on the eight on the way. That was great. Fuck, dude. But yeah, that bonfire so, went really well. Yeah, it did. Had a good time. Um, now, moving on. I wanted to ask you guys a question. Yes? If you had to be a homeless person, what kind of homeless person would you be? So let me elaborate. So there's, like, your classic hobo, man. I'm going to jump a train. might lose a leg. I'm going to eat some beans. I'm going to get a stick and a bandana and somehow keep all my worldly possessions in there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. There, no there's, your, there's your beach bum who's, like, a look, skin looks like a baseball mitt, like an old school <laughs> leather glove. Like, have you seen, like, the gloves from A League of Their Own? This, like, dark, <laughs> dark tan leather. <laughs> and just, like... Who knows what color your hair was before, but it's blonde now. <laughs> so that, that, that kind now. of bum. Um, so a beach bum as a homeless person. Would you be uh, the cart homeless person who just pushes around a cart of random shit that you feel like you're going to need? Like the homeless person who still manages to be a hoarder. Would you be that homeless person? What kind of homeless person would you be? Which lane of homeless would you take? Damn, this guy made like a D and D chart for like homeless people and shit. Like, like goddamn, like, yo, man, if you had to play Lost RPG, which type of person would you be? Would you be the sorcerer? All right. Would you be the? No, I'll be the homeless guy, dude. Oh, you would. <laughs> I'll be the classic. I never homo. played that gauntlet, bro. <laughs> I tried to play a homeless guy in a D and D campaign. You did, dude. I did. And it got shut down. Dude. It, it got, got shut, shut down. down by a social justice it's warrior. It's not PC enough. <laughs> 
fuck out of here. Yeah, it's man. not PC. <laughs> Apparently, you have to be PC. I'm gender fluid, and I wasn't PC enough to play. Shut <laughs> up. Homeless character in D&D. Unsubscribe right now. If you think you should shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and then resubscribe, because... I'll be here. I'll still be here. I'll be here, too. I'll be here as another gender. (laughs) (laughs) He will. That's so funny. But, yeah, dude, this guy. So it's funny that you bring up that question because on the drive over here, actually, uh, we saw, like, a group of homeless dudes kind of just, like, congregating on the sidewalk on the way to the freeway. And it's just weird how, like, that usually only happens in the beach area with the beach bums, as you'd call them. Like, they're the ones who, like, congregate and, like, OB and IB, and they're, like, have a little network, and you go to, like... They have li- a little network? Well, they do. You go to liquor stores, like, hey, what's up, man? How you been? What you a see A little Jenkum soiree. And then, and then, yeah, basically, and then they go, they go and, like, talk to each other, talk what they've seen, and, like, what areas are, like, I guess, popping for, like, getting fucking change and shit like that. And it's just, like, I think it's interesting <laughs> that bums do have that. They're, like, a, they have a network. So I was telling Ryan, I was just, like, I'll be, like, a... Like a prophesizing bum, dude. Just be like connecting all the networks of, of bums in San Diego yeah, and just starting like a movement of bums. So you're going to be the Joseph Smith of bums. I get Who's Joseph Smith? He's <laughs> the guy who started Mormonism, but it was yeah. like a total sham. Like Sure. Yeah. He's a fucking con artist. It's going to be bum life, dude. I'm just offending everybody. Gender fluid people, LGBT, Mormons. Yo, yo, write in or call in. We'll leave some info where you could do that later on. Email us and then tell us what you think. Or you know, and just talk shit give about us some, Ryan. Give us some. Dude. Give us some questions that you can send in. And just talk shit. And maybe about Ryan. Ryan can enlighten you. You and know, just talk mad shit about Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> he can take it. All right, I he can. can take it. I can. He's a piece of shit. I am. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Or am I? He's not. I'm not. We're all piece of shit, to be honest. It's 2019. Everybody's a piece of shit in their own way, right? You know? But at least we're all see, we're all just pieces of shit. We're not the whole shit. Exactly. You're dude. not all of the shit. Every piece of shit makes just up the whole shit. It, we right? all need each other to make together, up the whole shit. Exactly. <laughs> together we become whole and we could fertilize stuff. We all need each other for this flush to go around. You feel me? United we stand. Divided we're we diarrhea. Smoke. I don't I don't understand. Divided is diarrhea, dude. <laughs> Divided is what? Diarrhea. No, that's not how you say it. Yeah. Divided near diarrhea, bro. D&D. Divided D&D. Near diarrhea. You can make anything in the D&D, bro. Christ, dude. Oh, my God. You just love you just love that, that acronym? D&D. So you, so you didn't answer the question, though, guys. I know. What kind of homeless person are you going to be? Are you going to ride the rails? Are you going to see the country? Well, I'm going to explore, gonna... man. I'm going to explore. Floor. So you'd be the vagabond type, backpack, and dog. Yeah, man, gotta have my dog. Would Would you? What type of dog? Is that what you're gonna ask me? Yeah, what kind of dog would you have? Would you have a well, small dog that's easy to transport, or would you have like a really big no. dog that can carry all your shit for you? My dog ain't gonna carry my shit. My dog. Well, if you don't like, if you got a big ass dog, why don't you at least have him carry his shit? Exactly. So my dog is gonna have two little pouches, right? Yeah, a little that shit. Yeah, hit some water. Some food, right? I'm going to name my dog. My drug is on my dog. Koala Kluk. He's in possession Koala of it, officer. Koala Kluk, bro. Kluk. Say it with the Ko- L. Say Koala that strong L. Koala Kluk. Koala Kluk. Koala Kluk. 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 Anyway, That's so be our call. What, what breed Kluk. is Koala Kluk? You got to guess. <laughs> I'm going to say you're going to roll with a miniature pincher. Nope. It's a stitch. From Lilo and Stitch. Yay! It's Koala Clink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, he's going to be dope Idiot. as fuck, bro. And he never sleeps. He never <laughs> sleeps. He never does, bro. Don't. He watches my back all the time. He's going to travel with me. 
He's gonna hold his own shit. He's gonna take his own shits. It's gonna be I fucking. Hope. <laughs> <laughs> right? God damn. I hope you don't have Sometimes to Sometimes he'll take mine if he really needs to. The thing is gonna be great, all right? And in my backpack, as I am this vagabond nomad, inside of my backpack, I'm gonna have three things, okay? What? I'm gonna have a he banana pill. <laughs> a banana peel? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, what is it? Um, a barrel. Okay. And a tie. Are you Donkey Kong? <laughs> 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 like, what the fuck? What are you gonna do? You gonna throw that banana peel on the ground and throw some barrels at me <laughs> while you try while I try and save the woman that you captured? <laughs> I thought you were describing what kind of bum you were, not Donkey Kong, dude. Like, is Donkey Kong homeless? <laughs> yes. He's traveling. Yes. From, from he's not homeless. I just don't live anywhere. Damn! All right, so you're a nomad. That's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be Earth like is that. my home. I I'm gonna be a everywhere. nomad, but I'm gonna be She's like gonna be a, a traveling bum. wizard nomad. What the? F- what kind? Of, so you're gonna be an insane bum? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna be using your magic. Yeah. Is the gathering. <laughs> I'm gonna use my magic, the gathering cards, to try to barter for all my food in every convenience store. Yeah. I'll trade this green deck for some food. <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on, man! It's at least worth fifty cents. <laughs> Here, two of these is worth this bag of hot cheetos. Yo, is magic still a thing right now? Yeah, yeah right. Still dude, magic will always be a thing it's forever, right forever, bro. Yeah, it's online dude. now, and you could like play it almost like Hearthstone. Dude, what? Yeah. That's fire! Yeah, Magic Magic's the Gathering fire. online, son. We're not sponsored. We're not we just sponsored got that though. shit. We're not sponsored. But if you guys anything. want to, hit us up. So, so what? So what, what so kind what, of bum would you be, bro? So you never said anything. You just said, he I just just said, said he'd be a traveling be a nomad bum. So he'd be like a nomadic bum. So that's your choice? Yeah, I'd be bum. a nomad bum. But I'd be like the one who has the train that they pull behind a bike that they don't ride. Wait. <laughs> Can you repeat that one more time? So they have like two of those baby carriers attached to each other, attached mm-hmm. to his bicycle that has like 80 pounds of shit on it. And he just pushes it. Oh, I'll so be one of those guys, so I can have that that, that kind of strength. Because eventually, I will need to run from the police because I'm homeless. I was just like, "Damn, bro, you got a train behind you? Who are you, bro? Like, <laughs> yeah, where's your mind going? <laughs> Dude, he's got That's a, what you this said. Is, I'm gonna be homeless, and I'm just gonna have yeah, a train a behind train. me. <laughs> just a train of them. All oh, so many of them is gonna be behind me. You have no idea. They're just gonna train me for days. For days, I was homeless, getting trained. He's gonna be How are you going to train the, the homeless? You're going to train the white people? That's where, me, that's where I come in. I Yo, but in all seriousness, though, man, San Diego has a real homeless problem, which is why we even bring this stuff up. They do. It's like the fourth ranking. We do. Highest homeless population within the U.S. Yeah, it's continental, which is kind of ridiculous. So um, we should probably bring awareness to that because it's something that we should probably do something for and not, like, do something about, like, try to get rid of them, but do something about, like, try to help them, you shitty fucking people. Wow. Anyway, what else wow. can we talk about? <laughs> we can talk about Hope for Homeless. Speaking we could. Of, this is a great way to plug Hope for Homeless. Shout out way. to Carlos Primo Dirty Man for throwing those Hope for Homeless events. What else did we do this weekend? Um, on Saturday, we were at the bonfire. Yeah, man. See, I'm like confused at what we did because Saturday and Friday kind of just went to mesh. <laughs> it blurred like, into one. one. Day. It kind of <clears> did. <throat> Um, uh, yeah, how was Saturday Sunday? Sunday which, yeah. which was the uh, Old World Outsiders one-year anniversary event. Um, they are a clothing company here in San Diego. They have a really dope style. Um, it's dark, which you know I like. And if you are into kind of dark 
gothic style clothing and everything um you know go ahead and check them out fade has been featured in their clothes before as a model and you know yo, i'm about to punch you dude i swear <laughs> to god <laughs> <laughs> waving oh, this shit. shit in my <laughs> face uh, not no. only has so. it been featured but yesterday he was the host exactly uh, I had the utmost pleasure of being able to host the one-year anniversary that the Old World Outsiders were hosting at the Centro Cotro de la Raza down in Balboa Park here in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And it was an event thrown and sponsored by our company, PR Entertainment, and in conjunction with uh, Connect San Diego as well. Shout out to Rob who helped set up everything as well. And there was a many other people that we could shout out that all took part in helping, especially all the vendors, mm-hmm. all the different performers and artists. Um, but <coughs> excuse me. Uh, mainly shout out to the Old World Outsiders, man. Shout out to Josue and Priscilla for being able to actually set up that entire event, dude. Like, and congrats to them for having their one year anniversary. Yeah, super because congrats. It was extremely fun. I got to play in character. They had like a speech uh, that they had me memorize and do. You guys are probably going to see um, a lot of that footage come out. They had it recorded, and it was look it was coming out pretty darn good. The setup was dope. They had uh, decorations everywhere, like big like uh, like drapes up with like crazy like end of the world. It was like a doomsday end of the world theme, right? So like. The, all of the attire when people were dressed up was all like dark and like almost like gothic sort of themed and stuff. Like I came dressed up in like a big like cloak and uh, it was like cut up and I had um, my face painted like mm-hmm. all over my younger sister. Uh, Queen painted it for me. And uh, so I was like essentially looking like Darth Maul almost. And I had a hood on and I had this like spiked uh, wristband and like this like almost like biker's glove and one sleeve was like rip, uh, ripped up the one with the, uh, the, the wristband and the biker's glove on it. And then when I got there, uh, he also, Josue also gave me like this old school, like military's hat that I had on as well as the, um, uh, like this tuxedo vest. So like I had this like crazy outfit. Bro, oh, and some boots. Like, yeah, dude. And some military. He boots. replaces his forces with some yeah, boots. Yeah, some military boots. So like I was looking like a fucking like, uh, uh, old General Grim Reaper, bro. Like, yeah, like it was the, like fucking crazy. Like the hat. Imagine like if you've ever seen Street Fighter, it's like the hat Bison wears. Exactly, he was wearing bro. that kind of hat. The red dude. Yeah, like the boss. That wears the red. Yeah, exactly, bro. That big hat, that bro. Shit That's what it was. So on. Sick, it looked dude. crazy, especially because they had all the lights set up and flashing. So when I was walking around this stage that they had like set up like in like a like a U essentially like connected to like a main part of the stage and it, it was able to spread out so you can kind of walk in a circle around the crowd so you can kind of work it a bit and they had a bunch of different colored flashing lights going on it was fun being able to walk around and announce everybody and stay in character and use all the lines and speeches that they wrote down which are all extremely clever um how'd you think it go Fino? it went really well it the, like the event was like an entire like i really hate to say this word zuh. But it's like an entire like vibe and mood like the entire time they had like this synth kind of like dark tone being played through the speakers the entire time. It was like a song, but it was like almost like think of like the pause menu for like Resident Evil. Like 
It was just like a like that the entire time before performances. So for like three or four hours, like while you were walking around looking at all like the creepy art and like all the cool little setups that they had where you can go ahead and take pictures. When you were looking at all the artists that set up, they all had kind of like dark trippy based pictures and stuff. So like and it was all kind of dark with like red, dark reds, dark blues, dark purples, dark greens. So there was like really no place where there was like a bright fluorescent light anywhere. And it just kind of set, like, this entire, like, tone for, like, the event that just wasn't, like, anything I've experienced at any time. And not only that, but the community that we have out here that supports that kind of stuff is really awesome. And a big shout-out to Old World once again for, like, including, like, some of San Diego's hip-hop community involved with this event. Because not only was it hip-hop artists they also had a set where these girls came out and did hula hoop dancing then there was another one that where they did like fire dancing and then i believe they did a little fashion show runway and it was just a very very interesting event and i applaud them very much because it must have been really hard to set up but like i said they got it just right i feel like what they envisioned they were able to pull off without any really any hiccups people showed up in time yeah, it was it was a great night, man. Like if if you were a fan of that stuff, you were able to get clothing there. You were able to get art from there. You were able to be getting new re- uh, like and wrist pieces and stuff like that. Like it was really dope. Not to 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 say something though, really quick. You reminded me of something though, because like I know for a fact that those fools though, even though the night went well, those fools were probably stressed the oh, yeah. fuck out, dude. So like. They put in a lot of hard work to get that shit done, man. Like, it was a lot, a lot, a lot of work. They were there the entire day. Like, the entire day. From, like, 11. Yeah, exactly, bro. And, the, I mean, the event was long, too. You know what I mean? It's from 6 all the way to 11, too. So they were there like 12 hours. Maybe more. Cleaning up. So, like, big props to them. It turned out amazing. We enjoyed ourselves. Thank you for giving Faith the pleasure to be able to be a host and walk around being your doomsday like guardian almost like it was pretty cool man <laughs> and there was a lot of cool costumes and everyone that dressed up was like they were really into it that was really dope i felt out of place not wearing anything i felt just like yeah the doomsday guy that's like i want everything to be normal <laughs> <laughs> so what is going on a fade hosting that's something i wanted to talk to you about um you're a performer just in general in your entire life whether you're on stage or not yes. Um, but mainly you're a hip hop artist right now. How do you approach hosting differently to, cause you've hosted a couple events. How do you approach hosting differently to performing your music? Um, I don't. So I just like being on stage and I just like talking to people and I feel like I just, to be okay, so like I I know I I've I've I probably said this before, but I went to auditions before I made music, you know what I mean? So like I've always wanted to entertain and act. And being on stage is just, you know, allows you to do that, especially within a sense like doing the old world outsider show where a um doing the old world outsider show where I get to host and actually be a character, you know, that's even better. You know what I mean? Like that makes it even easier for me to do what I love and want to do even more. And I think when it's music, the reason why 
I like doing hip hop so much is because it allows me to do kind of all aspects of entertainment. You know, I get to do the music side, I get to tell a story, and I get to act, you know, depending on what I want to do, what I'm writing, depending on my life, you know what I mean, what I put into there. So it's kind of like music encompasses everything, which makes it the most fun thing to do while on a stage. But like, I mean, I would love to do like, to me, it's it kind of all feels the same, you know? Like, it kind of feels the same when I'm talking and giving, like, a speech. And it kind of feels the same when I'm, like, presenting someone. Or, like, and even feels the same, like, when I'm meeting someone for the first time. It feels That feels like the exact same thing, too. You know what I mean? Like, you are meeting a crowd for the first time. Like, how this impression of you is going to go. Because you only got one chance at a first impression, like yeah. I would say, man. Like, yeah. and that, that thing is important, you know? So, like, to me when I'm on stage, it's, uh, it's always like that. Even if I kn even if there's people there I know that's seen me before, like to me being on stage, it's like it's always that first impression sort of feeling that you're gonna be giving them, you know, whether I'm being a host or a performer. Um, I feel like you always still gotta give the most of whatever the hell you're supposed to fucking give to them. Even if you're going up there to say like three words, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, that's cool. Right, I dig that. <coughs> How do you feel about it, though, man? How yeah, are you as a host, host too, man. You fucking, you host shit, too. And, like, you do stand-up. How do you feel in comparison to that? I mean, it's it's a lot different. Because, I mean, when you're doing stand-up, when you're at an open mic, um, people know you're there to tell a joke. Especially since I haven't really been billed as a comedian, just as a host. So when I do throw a joke out there, it's really hard. So... I kind of feel like when I'm hosting, I have to be very careful about where and when I do throw a joke and where and when I do throw time, uh, take time away from someone's set. Like if I want to say something, like I have to worry about my time. Mm. I don't get a light for that because I'm, I'm the timekeeper when I'm the host. Ah, uh, yeah. So I'm the one running around making sure everybody's on time, making sure, you know, especially since people haven't emailed their sets, haven't set up anything with a DJ, it makes it a little bit more difficult. Like I have to deal with more stuff. You have to host. chase them down. And I have to chase them down. That's one like of the that, more yeah. stressful parts of doing it compared to just Super stressful. going to an open mic and doing stand-up is that, you know, I have to control stuff. Whereas the only thing I control when I'm going to an open mic and telling my jokes is the words that are coming out of my mouth and how I react to how the crowd reacts and everything like that. So I actually, I get about the same amount of nervous. I sometimes put, not sometimes, I do put a lot more preparation into hosting, into what I'm going to say because a lot of my stand-up is written out fully. So I know where I'm going to go with it and stuff like that. Uh, as to where... Well, I guess it's kind of the same thing. I write everything out fully, no matter what I'm going to do. But hosting, I just feel a little bit more rigid. And I feel a little bit more free at an open mic stand-up stage. I feel so that. And I it's just that too. the stress of hosting Bruh, is... Right. A major part of the difference. I'm way more stressed out when I'm hosting because, you know, a lot of people don't show up for the entire show. 
a lot of people show up for their set time. And a lot of people kind of go missing, and it's my job to find them, which is stressful. But, I mean, it's part of what we do. You know, I'm they're human beings. I don't control what they do. So it's it's a lot different, but in many ways it's still the same. I'm still up in front of a crowd. There are people still staring at me, and when a joke doesn't land, it still stings. <laughs> exactly the same. Yeah, right? I still feel it crushing my ego, especially since, you know, I never thought I was someone who would like being watched and listened to and talked to, you know, like from strangers. I fucking love it. <laughs> I fucking love it. I love the attention. <laughs> I really do. It's like, ooh. I fucking love it. Ooh. Like, to have people clap for you, you can attest to this. To have people clap for you, it's it's an adrenaline rush. Yeah, it's nice. It's like, it's... Uh, it's that serotonin, bro. It it's is. It's validating, and if anything. It It is. And a lot of comedians do that joke. A lot of people, you know, I make that joke all the time. You know, thank you for coming here and validating my existence. You know, because, look, if we didn't like attention, we wouldn't be doing this. It's true. If we didn't like the attention, we wouldn't be on the stage with the spotlight on us, singing a song or telling a joke and saying, hey, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. Like me. I fucking love love being up there. Yeah, it's great. And, you know, Tyshawn was telling me the other day, he was telling all of us that, you know, I was in a really bad mood and I didn't feel like performing and I didn't want to do anything. And we all get in that mood as performers where, you know, it's just like, I don't feel it. I don't want to do it. And I just, meh. I don't want to do it. I want to stay in bed (laughs) and smoke weed and watch The Office for the 17th time in a row. The Office is trash. It is. But it's background noise. (laughs) Damn, bro, you can put anything for background noise. Why can't be The Office? I don't know. I got a Netflix subscription to watch The Office, bro. But, um, yeah, it's super validating. I love it. I never thought I would, but I do. So you do it right, and then you're just like, whoa. It's it's really an adrenaline rush. Like, people clap for you. They show an approval. Yeah, dude. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you feel inside. What you, yeah. you just feel like doing that when you go yeah. to the backstage? You're just like, I yeah. did it. I but I mean, then there's also the converse of that where you just, you know, suck a fat dick on stage. And it's just not good. And it's just not good. You just did terrible at it. Yeah, it's just horrible. And people stare at you. And, 100%. you know, you hear like the clanking of cups, <laughs> dishwasher in the back. Damn. Yeah, it's that silence. So you have to go. And shit. That was my first time going to an open mic, dead silence. You just hear clank, 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 clank. You're like, what? Okay, so. Absolutely nothing. What is your advice then you would give to someone how they should one either feel, react, and or their next move after they have a bad first night somewhere and or just a bad night in general? It de- I think it really depends on who you are as a person, how you're going to react to it. I, you know, we can tell you how to react. Well, what you would want. you tell someone to do, though, as you as <laughs> someone who gets on stage in front of people what would immediately you go over what you did and what went wrong you know what went wrong in the moment you know because especially when you're doing stand-up when you're talking to a crowd it really is a give and take even though it's a one-sided conversation like when you say something you'll feel the reaction exactly whether you'll it's feel a positive or a negative one you know you can feel 
It sounds kind of corny, but a little wave of laughter or a bigger wave of laughter or, you know, a wave of silence, a wave of of silence, (laughs) (laughs) an entire five minutes of silence Ah. (laughs) and you talking. So, you know, but when those how I react when those nights happen, I react. I'm sorry. (laughs) how i react when those nights happen is it's just i go over it and you know i figure out what didn't work i don't i don't know why anyone would listen to me i'm an open mic here i've never been oh yeah anyway shut the fuck up tell them oh oh, i'm sorry i didn't know i didn't know (laughs) but i mean (laughs) i can only attest to how i recover from that and that's just what do you do that's doing it again word up Doing it again, it's it's the old adage: you fall off the horse, you yeah. get back on it. Doing but I mean, you again. just do it a little different every time Doing you tweak it. It, it really evolves. So That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Just give us some. So, try once, fail, try, try again. Ryan Batson, give me some. Damn, that's it. That's that was the smallest amount about. of some I've ever heard. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did say some, not all. So. Yeah, I guess, yeah, you, you don't right. get all of me. Yeah. Only get a tad bit. Just <laughs> you only get a tap it. Only that's it. Bonus. Yeah. Um, so. what's your guys' favorite strain of weed? My favorite strain Tell of em. weed. Used to be one that would fill me. Dude, if you just don't know, <laughs> say you don't know. It's called Northern Lights. Okay. <laughs> it's like one of the only like indicas I actually like because it made me feel kind of good. But uh, it was one of the first ones that I actually even called a favorite back when Fino and I lived in Rancho San Diego. Northern Lights. Northern <laughs> Lights. It was one of the first streams we picked up when we moved into our new apartment. And that shit was good. It was far as fuck. So oh. is it like I really like the strain or is it a nostalgic thing? No, it's every time I've had it, it's actually been really good. So every time I see it, I usually pick it up and it's been fire. Especially because, like I said, it's the only Wait. like one that really makes, Indica really, that makes me feel like really good, but also like chill. Instead of making me feel like, I'm sinking. I'm sinking. You know what I mean? It <laughs> <laughs> gets too high off indicas, in other words. <laughs> like you like you're falling like into the sun. died, apparently. Jesus Christ. Those sativas make me feel like, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Okay. What about you? I like King Louie or Blue Dream. Blue Dream's okay. dope. King Louie's okay. like my favorite. I like heavy. I like heavy indicas a lot. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, like, I love heavy indicas. We can like, barely share things. Like, I fucking. There's like, there's just times where I would like get sativas and I would just fucking be disappointed, bro. Like, I'd just be <laughs> yeah, like, he was. God fucking damn. Like, just like immediately. Like, it I'd feels just, like you're not high, right? Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. And like, I, I'm just like, I just get right the brain, heaviest bro. fucking indica ever, right? dude, because I just love being like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly, dude. Zombie. But like, I, also, I it helps, it also helps me just focus on one thing, too. Like, it just helps me be zombie, but then when I need to focus, I can just be like, that's what the it's because that's all your brain is capable of basically, focusing on <laughs> at that time. Basically, oh, but like, it's like you're not meant to multitask anyway. Exactly, especially when we're supposed to be doing one thing. Well, I mean, I heard something one that thing, was like humans thing. can't really multitask; they can just do Switched multiple things, things badly at once. Yeah, you can do like one for mental thing, people. one physical thing, <laughs> but you can like, yeah, switch back. And I forth just heard it, fast. man. <laughs> yeah, you fucking little bitch. I do three <laughs> things. I'm always thinking of more. <laughs> <things. laughs> 
Wow. I'm always wow. using all sides of my brain. <laughs> they call me okay. Dr. Stone. Cinco <laughs> <laughs> <Sink> Wesner. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, That's thank you for tuning. <laughs> Damn, dude, this guy's over here breaking Technical stuff, bro. Me, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, is there anything else? Jesus you guys? is not here. All right, my bad. My bad. Jesus for is JC. not here. My bad for using JC, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Jupiter's move. That bro. shirt, dude. Where'd We're you get it? About a lot of I things, got this bro. at Ross. Really? It was like fourteen dollars. From what rack? The stoner the rack. Men's <laughs> rack, dude. <laughs> Dude, is Ross from the cheap ass motherfucker rack, the entire store. Oh, cool. I thought you went to like North Park. And got it look, nigga, you look like you bought that from the 7 Eleven. You went to Ross, dude. You got $14.99. He's got this white button up with like Wheatleys everywhere, yeah. essentially. Like little tiny Wheatleys. It's like a bright white button up with a little pocket on the top left. And it's like a short sleeve. And it's, it's just redundant. out here, dude. Just out here. Just like, yo. Getting really into Hawaiian shirts. I can tell that. It's not a Hawaiian shirt. It is. It's made by a Hawaiian shirt company, and you can go fuck yourself. It's okay. not a Hawaiian Damn. shirt, bro. Fucking it is. Tell him, dude. He's lying, guys. Tell him. He's lying. Tell him. It is. It's a Hawaiian. Okay, well, shout him out. Is the avocado one? Shout the same out one? Molokai with your um. How do you spell <laughs> that, bro? Brand clothes. How do you spell? I have no fucking idea. Shout out to Molokai. Is that a Pokemon? No. Yeah, it sounds like I, it, one. Isn't it like that um owl that they worship at Bohemian Grove? Isn't it Molokai? What? What 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 organization did you belong to, dude? Have you never heard of Bohemian Grove? So what organization did you belong to again? Can you tell me more about this Bohemian Grove that took part of your life? Bohemian so thank Rhapsody. you for listening to the first episode of Dabs and Discussions. You see this guy? We'll get into the Bohemian Grove a little bit more on the next episode. This guy's from <laughs> Bohemian Grove. I don't. Yeah. Don't trust yeah, this Alex guy. Alex Jones, bro. Don't trust this guy. Yeah. Alex Jones is trash. But he's kind of right sometimes. And a little but, retarded. No, he's not. He's, not <laughs> he's never right and he's trash. Hey, bro. Broken clocks are right twice a day, I. Right? <laughs> so, why would you listen to that broken clock? Damn. I don't know. So, thanks for Damn. listening to this episode. <laughs> My name is Ryan Batson. He won't be here next time. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm Fade Green. And I'm Fino. And, um, later, nigga. Cue music. That's not him beatboxing. That's music. Oh, you should continue, dude. Why'd you stop? That was him beatboxing. I lied. Damn it. Damn it. The facade is over. Damn it.